0: Does that sound familiar? It should. It's the standard sermon preached nearly every first Sunday of Lent. And I speculate most of you know the Just Say No story, or some variation of it. It often is a theme that underlies um, Lent, and it's a common approach to dealing with temptation in our lives. Just say no. No. And if you can't, then try harder, Mindy. Try harder. (laughs) Be like Jesus. Be like Jesus. I wonder if it is really that simple. Is that all there is to the story? It certainly hasn't been that simple in my own life. I don't think it was that simple in Jesus' life. And I would speculate it's probably not that simple in your life either. Our lives and our faith are more than the sum of our choices. And our temptations are rarely a choice between this or that. So maybe we should consider a different way of approaching temptation. In fact, I'm going to offer some alternatives. What if temptation is more than a yes or no question to be answered? What if temptations are not a pop quiz from God testing our love and devotion? What if temptations are more about our learning than God's keeping score? What if our responses to temptation is more about a diagnosis than a judgment? What if temptation is necessary for, for wholeness, for healing, for, dare I say, salvation? What if, instead of only asking what Will you do with your temptations? We also ask, what are we willing to let our temptations do with us? What are we willing to learn from our temptations? Have you ever considered those options? Probably not, because you grew up with just say no. <laughs> I realize it's not the usual percep- perspective. But it does offer a different way of engaging life, engaging our faith. It tells a very different story about temptation. But it neither changes nor distorts the story of Jesus in the wilderness. (coughs) To recap, at his baptism, heaven opened, spirit descended, God declared, you are my son, the beloved, with you I am well. Way to bring it home. (laughs) God claimed and identified Jesus as his own, as God does at every baptism. After his baptism, Jesus enters the wilderness. God's words echoing in his ears. His identity and relationship with God were established before he stepped into the wilderness before he faced and responded to his first temptation. Regardless of what he said, yes or no, nothing would determine his sonship, his belovedness, or that God was well pleased with him. Those things were already his reality. Jesus could neither earn nor lose them. True for us, too. And so the temptations and the struggles Jesus faced in the desert did not determine how God would see him. They did determine how Jesus would see himself. In struggling with his temptations, Jesus began to know himself to be filled with and led by the Spirit. You see, the temptations called forth in Jesus the confirmation of his baptismal identity. And it was that identity by which Jesus overcame the temptations. The devil failed and unwittingly tempted Jesus into knowing and experiencing the truth, the truth about himself his sonship, his belovedness, God's pleasure. Jesus' identity and relationship with God were no longer words spoken from a talking cloud, but a truth and reality that he experienced in the wilderness, a truth and reality he would embrace and would speak throughout his life and ministry. I believe our temptations, our struggles, our wilderness moments in life, and we have a lot of them, can do the same for us. They can offer us an opportunity to become whole. They can offer us an opportunity to, to fully understand ourselves, to know ourselves. That's what they did for Jesus, and if they can do it for Jesus, they can do it for us, too. Of course, we tend to focus on the person, thing, or situation that is tempting us. But it's really about you. It's never really about the person, the thing, or the situation. It's about you. Our temptations say more about what is going on within us than what is happening around us. That's why just say no is an overly, overly simplistic understanding of this gospel and an inadequate response to temptation. Temptation is less about a choice and more about our identity and the direction of our life. Who am I? Where is my life headed? We answer those questions every time we face and respond to our temptations. The type of temptations we experience and the circumstances by which they come are unique to each one of us because they reveal what's inside of us. They reveal what fills us. The gospel lesson tells us Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit an insight for us to know as we we read and hear the temptation story, but it was for Jesus to discover as he lived the temptation story. Temptation offers us something to be discovered and the opportunity to recover ourselves. So I wonder, what are you full of? I wonder, What fills your life? Look at what tempts you. What causes you to stumble and to fall repeatedly? What distracts you? Who are the people that push your buttons? Who can you not resist arguing with on Facebook? Where do you get caught and trapped in your life? What circumstances call forth the response other than the one you'd like it to be? This is not about the people, the situations, or the things. This is about you and you discovering what fills and directs your life. What's going on within you? What do you see when you look within? Who do you see? Regardless of what you see there within yourself, it's just information. It's a diagnosis. It's not a final judgment. It's not a conclusion. It's not your grade on God's final exam. We don't pass or fail our temptations. We do, though, learn the truth about how we see ourselves. We learn the truth about the direction of our life, We learn about who we are and perhaps who we have the potential to become. The learning is neither easy nor painful, and that sucks, but it is necessary. It's necessary learning because it is in that that tension of the desert that God reshapes and redirects our life. So... What if this Lenten season we follow our temptations? Today is the first Sunday of Lent. Just so you know. I don't mean we just say yes and give in to everything. And I don't mean we just say no and avoid everything. What if we lean into the possibility, the offering of learning about who we are? About what fills our life, about why we act and respond the way that we do. Where would that take you? What would it offer you? Who might you become? I believe the answer, some of the answers, is that we gain a better understanding of self We have a better chance of claiming our identity as as daughters and sons of God, God's beloved. We have a better chance of, of embracing the fact that God is pleased with us. This is not a test. You can't fail. I think those are some of the gifts of temptation, if we have the courage to lean into it, if we have the courage to look at self, to reflect on our lives.